Hello and welcome back to another episode of the In The Round podcast. Uh, I'm not Will, as you can probably tell already. Um, I am Mike and joining me is Mr Podross. I've forgotten his other name, so we're just going to go with that one. The Walcott Warbler, I think, was one of them. Oh, of course. That's why I forgot that one. <laughs> yes, good evening. Yeah, it all makes sense. Um, <laughs> Will was going to have some sort of chat about grapes. I don't know where he's going to take that, so we'll p- try and pick that up in the awards episode next week so it's a bit of a teaser for you there uh it is awards next week which means awards like rookie of the year which we of course do slightly different to the young player of the year in the premier league under 23 and under 100 career league games it's a lot harder to find people for this than you might think um any early shouts ross uh really thrown that one on you haven't i oh bloody yeah Okay, let's go for early shout. Uh, Wazak of the season, which of course, ooh. well, we know who Will's going to bring to the table. It's the Tic Tac himself, Anthony yes, Taylor. Mr. Anthony Taylor. Yeah. I mean, uh, VAR. Can VAR yeah, always Wazak. VAR ever since it's been brought in? So, to you up in Scotland who haven't had it until next season, I really feel sorry for you because that's going to be carnage and. In the old firm games, isn't it? They're going to vote that in, do you reckon? I think they have, haven't they? They have already. I knew I they were going to have so. a vote on it. Oh, maybe they. Well, if if they haven't had the vote and the Scottish chairmen are listening, uh, don't vote it in. Last of the season, a little sneak preview, probably VAR. Well, that's right then. Yeah, we won't give any more away, but there are plenty of awards. Hopefully, Dave will be back from gallivanting across Europe, um, snakes, biting the dollars, all that stuff. Uh, it is a long road to recovery, of course, so hopefully he'll be back next week. Um, all right, there was a few games over the weekend, which we're going to talk about, and Will wants us to avoid what we've already talked about, which is a real shame, because that's we're only talking about things that actually mean something. Will's not here, though, so we can sort of take this where we want to go, Mike, to be fair. I like that, because I don't want to talk about Wolves, which was on the No, they're not very interesting, are they? Particularly not, because, I mean, Connor Cody was basically playing in flip-flops on (laughs) at the weekend. (laughs) That was one of the more on-the-beach performances I've ever seen. Well, they are just sort Um, of mired in the the mid-table, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They obviously started very well. Having said that, they can still... They're still, that, they're still in that uh, Europa Conference back with Man U, to be fair, Mike. West Ham. It's still baffling to me that Man United are sick. You know, I was thinking that the weekend when we were playing West Ham. I was thinking if you just put the eye test on West Ham and Man U, you'd think West Ham were way above them in the table. But they're six points behind. The Wolves are mm. nine points behind. They have got two games in hand. But, I mean, come on. Brighton up to ninth, so that's what you get for booing your team. To be, we always bat Brighton, to be fair. We knew they'd turn it around. Oh, we knew. Their, their fans are just frauds, but there you go. Uh, so we won't talk about Wolves. Let's talk about Leeds instead, uh, who are 17th. We, let's do a bit of relegation, the relegation battle, because it was quite an interesting weekend, really, wasn't it, at the bottom? Uh, Leeds losing 4-0 to City, which in itself, not surprising. They've kind of been dragged into it now, haven't they, Ross? Or have they not? What do you, what do you think? No, they definitely have. I mean, 
Burnley, you're thinking it's looking all over for them. Five or six minutes to go. And then Jack Cork and Josh Brownhill, of all people, turned it around. And they pick up three points again. And all of a sudden, I mean, yeah. I mean, Burnley have got 19 better goal difference than Leeds. And they're level on points. So, if it stays like that, I mean... I mean, I think Everton are in real trouble, Mike, if I'm being honest. I've said it. Do yeah. Because I was wondering if if this changes our opinion at all. Obviously, they beat Chelsea, who I actually wanted to ask Will about. We'll maybe do that in a, in a couple of weeks' time after the awards next week. Because I think it's quite an interesting situation at Chelsea. But anyway, Everton beat Chelsea, who obviously were, were terrible but they were atrocious shocking performance from them yeah I'm very disappointed in Chelsea they really let the lead down there <laughs> with the but <clears throat> Everton weren't that good but they did win so the, the atmosphere was amazing the fans setting off fireworks outside the Chelsea team hotel overnight that doesn't change it for you no I, maybe this gives them a bit of a boost but I don't think Everton's running is great. Yeah, it's, it's one of my favourite games, so let's play it. Uh, away at Leicester, next game. I'm at, uh, Leicester, just, I, I don't like the look of Leicester at the moment either, if I'm being honest. But I, I think Leicester... Leicester... Well, actually, I do know what Leicester are doing, and they're trying to win the Conference League. Yeah, so maybe that'll factor in. Maybe they'll get a point out of that. So, yeah. I think the Conference League second leg's on Thursday, so that Leicester should what be What was tired. the score in that game again? Uh, one each they were against Roma. So Roma, yeah, yeah. All to play for. Actually quite a tough game, given it's the Conference League. Does the winner of that go into the Europa, then? I assume so. They can't send them into the Champions League, can they? Surely not. So that looks like Leicester's only... Leicester 11th, wow. So that's their only way into the Conference League. Uh, into the Europa League next season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you'd think, given where they're on the table, they're not fighting for anything in the league, that you'd, they might rest a few players and given the result for against Chelsea, it might give them a bit of a boost to Everton. Yeah, maybe they could get a win there. Yeah. They're, is it the, one of their... It's their away form, isn't it? It's terrible. So that's an away game. They've got a few factors with them, a few factors against them. We'll be interested to see what what happens in that one? Then they go to Watford, who will likely already be down by the time this game happens. I couldn't believe it when I so saw that. Watching match of the day, and he's just sat there. I mean, it really looks like he just doesn't care anymore. Definitely. It, he... he didn't even make a sub in this game. Didn't uh, he? I, I don't think so. Hmm which is a great effort from him. Well, I thought it was a funny job for him to take on in the first place, for being honest. Very bizarre. But yeah, so I would think they've got a good chance of picking up some points there. Then they've got Brentford at home, Palace at home, and Arsenal away on the final day, who are like, Arsenal are likely to still be gunning for top four in that game. And we are playing well right now, to be yeah. fair. So they've got to pick up points in the next four. I mean, Brentford... I do just like Brentford. I, I just Palace are good. Palace are good. A tough team to beat for sure. 
Leicester could be anything and they'll probably pick up some points against Watford. They, uh, they could, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a bit of a, as you say, Watford are probably down, aren't they, by then? So, I mean, we've, so we have seen before that some teams, after there's nothing to play for, just play better when they're down. It's happened a couple of times, not always, but that can happen. I suppose some players Actually, start not. thinking that the Prem team might want them or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's not many of those in the Watford team, but that is... <laughs> good Lord, no. That is a good point. Um, so they might pick up some points. They do have an extra game. As we always say, though, rather have the two points extra, like particularly Burnley, but Leeds. It, as you mentioned earlier, Ross, minus 34 is the goal difference for Leeds. <laughs> Well, they just—I mean, there's so many injuries with Cooper out and uh, at the start. Yeah, of the they just there's more keep... again, isn't there? They've got a load again at the moment. Um, let's see if we can have a look at their running because I'd be interested to see who they've got to play. I think Burnley have got Villa twice in the last four or something like that. Yes, they do. have got to play them twice. Yeah, I mean, okay, so Villa, Villa are big saying this actually because Villa have got Burnley twice and Leeds. Uh, between now and the end of the season. Leeds go to Villa on the final day. Brentford, they also play uh, the penultimate game. And then Leeds also need to play... Oh, sorry, what, what is the ICF? Oh, that's a friendly. Never mind. They don't play Villa. They're already organising friendlies, apparently, in July. So that's good. I mean, Leeds have got Arsenal, Chelsea, Brighton and Brentford. That is not a good run. That does make you think that maybe uh, Leeds are most at risk. I mean, because they could quite easily end up with no points out of that. Like, you'd expect them to lose to Arsenal. Chelsea are a bit, a bit, they're not playing well at all. But you'd like to think they could win that. But they lost to Everton, so what am I, what am I saying? We literally have to do about Chelsea. Brighton will probably beat them. And Brentford could easily do them as well. And Brentford could beat them. Yeah, that's that's Brentford. You're right. Yeah, maybe Leeds are in trouble because they did have a bit of a boost, didn't they? When uh, Marsh joined, it'd be pretty brutal if if they went down after. Yeah, because it feels like they've had quite a good run. And actually, looking at the their last six, they've they've lost one, drawn two, and won three. So they kind of probably felt like they were out of it, and now they're very much back in it and that goal difference is almost like having a point less than they what do. A, when was the last time Leeds actually won? Uh, they beat Watford. Oh, they beat Watford 3 now. Oh, they beat Wolves too. They've had some decent Oh, results. no, so they did have a good run, didn't they? Yeah. It was, yeah, yes. They won three out of four and then drew one. Yeah. And then they got hammered by City. I mean, that was close-ish. Until they then. actually play quite well, but yeah. City just do what City do. Um, there's Sorry. no shame in that one. But yeah, they probably felt like they were just about out of it. And then Burnley have obviously started winning every game as if they're a top four contender. Um, I believe there's some stat going around. I've tried to find it, but I haven't been able to. About Mike Jackson, who supposedly in four games has won more points than any Watford manager this season, which is hilarious. <laughs> that is absolutely hilarious. Um, again, yeah, as Ross said, after 83 minutes, it was looking pretty bleak for Burnley. 
And now they're probably, of the three, the most likely to stay up. I feel the best about them at the moment, I think. We're always positive with Dice in charge. We obviously slated them about that <laughs> sacking. <laughs> uh, and in classic in and around fashion. We put them down, didn't down. we? And yeah. um, Villa twice, Newcastle and Spurs left to play for them. So... I mean that's an easier run. I don't know how they are. I think I think they'll. I mean Villa. Five or six points out of those, and that would get you to. Villa have been pretty poor. Villa, another one actually. Will did want us to talk about Villa, so we can go into that if you like. I believe Lampard's win percentage is better than Gerrard's since they both took over. That's pretty crazy. Which, not necessarily eye test, but the narratives are. That Gerard's doing a decent job, Lampard is not. And, and Gerard, I would back that as well, probably. Probably without thinking about it, yeah. Yeah, but the recent Villa form. It is, it, well, I haven't said that. They beat Brighton. Everyone beats Norwich. They beat Brighton, Southampton, and Leeds all without conceding a goal. And they've lost to West Ham, Arsenal, Wolves. Spurs. Okay, so I mean, that's just a difficult run, isn't it, actually? Yeah, so... But Will saw them live at the weekend. And he said it was one of the worst live football games I think he's ever seen. (laughs) And he actually said Norwich were better than Villa. Which I feel bad for Dean Smith. I mean, their squad is, is shocking, to be honest. I don't know why he took that job, but I do I don't, feel bad for him. I don't know it's why just, he took that job at all. No, yeah, there's another one. There's there's been a few of those this season that didn't really. They I kind of assume, out, You were like, what? I can only assume he's thinking he'll go down, and they'll at least have a good season next year. Bringing him well, back. We did up. say that, didn't he, in the post match? But and we probably said that in August. <laughs> Not yeah. about Dean Smith, but about Norwich. Because um, they are confirmed down now. They are officially down. Watford essentially down their 12 points adrift with four games to play. So they would need one of Burnley or Leeds to lose everything and they need to win every game. In fact, they'd need it to be Leeds because they're not making up that goal difference with the other two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't see it at all. They're finished, I think. Yeah, yeah. Watford are gone. Like I said, I think think Roy's given up. I think... (laughs) Again, why does Roy take that job? I thought for sure. I didn't, I'm surprised to see him back at all, to be honest. Oh, enjoy your retirement, Roy. It'd be interesting to see where they go from next season. Um, you assume Roy's not going to be there in the championship. I can't see him sticking around, can you? Although no. I couldn't see him taking the job and here we are. But who are the available managers? Is there anyone left on the old merry-go-round? <laughs> Is Rudy staying at Derby? I believe so. But that would be a good shout if he's not. Because you'd if think he'd be reasonably be sought after, I would have thought. I would think so. Because I think he's done a pretty good job given the circumstances there. Well, the fact they were even close with a 21-point deduction... And, and the restraints on the squad at the yeah. start of the season is, yeah. is pretty unbelievable. Um, 
I believe I was talking to my mate who is a Derby fan the other weekend, and, and he was think he thinks that Rooney was going to stay. I don't know if he said this or we do know how these things change in football, of course. So that is. Uh, I mean, fun. if Everton go down, Lampard goes. You think there's a? I mean, he said come out saying this week that he's happy there, but that could be a potential spot for Rooney. If he was yeah, to. Everton, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it, actually? They're the odds-wise at the moment for the next Watford manager, John Eustace. Last manager QPR in 2019 uh, is the favourite. The other names for reference, Kieran McKenna, who's coach at United at Ipswich at the moment. Gareth Ainsworth, the Wickham manager. And Claude Puel, which would be excellent, making him his return to England. Uh, he was very boring when he was here. So he was, well, wasn't he? In fairness, they'll probably just bring back what's his face, um, Kike Sanchez Flores. <laughs> four, four, fifth time in charge yeah. for the hat trick, just because why not? Um, so yeah, Norwich, Watford plus one other. Fulham are confirmed to be coming back. We'll wait till Dave's on the pod, I think, to cover. Championship yeah. sides. Not equipped enough to talk champ- about them. They're basically Norwich, aren't they? Too good for championship, not good enough. But they've got a. Well, rather having said that, Pookie Hammers have been in the championship, doesn't he? And then they came up. I mean, yeah, Mitrovic struggled a bit. Goals. He's, he's never really shone, has he, in the Prem when he's been in there? I don't. I feel like he hasn't. I mean. No, I mean, last time he, they were up. Uh, in 2021, 27 matches, three goals, three assists. The previous time in 1819, uh, 37 matches, 11 goals, three assists. Just to compare those with the championship numbers, the promotion season in 1920, uh, 26 goals um, this season. Which still. Uh, He's on 43, isn't he now? 43 in 43 uh, and seven assists. So, I mean, if he could score 15. In the Prem. That's massive for a that would be huge relegation, I would say. Yeah, we boy. If you can find a ten to fifteen goal striker, the old well, a bit more than Callum Wilson gets, as I like to say. Eight goal a season classic. But if you can find one of them in the Prem, then they would have probably have a chance, I think, Fulham. But they'll probably just go back down again. Callum Wilson was in the stands for the uh, Newcastle game. I forget where they played, but I was watching it. Um, There's no surprise that you're watching the Newcastle game, is there? Uh, I mean, uh, they played Liverpool, didn't they? Early kickoff. Oh, uh, that yeah, yeah. Callum Wilson's in the stands. Yeah, yeah, it was. And they're talking about oh, how good it'll be when Callum Wilson's back, started up front for them next year. I'm like, is Callum Wilson really going to be the starting striker at Newcastle next year? I mean, surely they'll be in the market for someone. I would have thought so. I think Callum Wilson's okay. He's fine. But I think they, they will have a bit higher than Callum Wilson. Yeah, what are Newcastle's ambitions next season? They are, they've are they worked their way all the way up to 10th after quite... Well, you'd think they want to play in Europe at some level next year. So that means you need to finish, what, 7th? Yeah. Is seventh that 7th conference? conference? Yeah. So you I have to be better than... At least probably, what they'll be aiming. You have to be better than all of Leicester... 
who have had a bad year and will be better, you'd think, next year. Yeah, who should be better next year. You have to be better than Brighton, Wolves and West Ham. So they're going to have to improve again, probably. I know they've been on a, this amazing run, Newcastle, which is great. Well done to them. But could they keep that up over 38 games with the current squad? Probably not. Not with the current squad. But again, you're just assuming that there's going to be some reasonable yeah. investment. I wonder what positions would you go for next if you're Newcastle? Would you look for a long-term keeper? Dubravka's decent. But... Um, yeah, I think Dubravka's okay. I mean, they seem to like Shah and uh, Burn. they got Trippier. Yeah, I like Target, Burn. Target's been decent for them at left back. But they to make that permanent. Amazing clearance at the weekend. Yeah. Amazing. You'd keep around some Maximan, wouldn't you? Yeah. Gimaresh is a good player. Joe Linton, of course. Well, yeah, he's going nowhere. So you're looking at probably probably Matt Target, maybe a centre-back again, maybe someone for Joe Willock, because he hasn't been quite as good since he moved permanently. I still maybe think there's a player in there. Yeah. Well, Almiron's never really done much, has he? You've just bit... got to stop playing Jacob Murphy if you're Newcastle. Oh, he's terrible. You really have. Well, that they'll be... be in for a winger, I would have thought, you reckon? Yeah, got to be. And they might be in for another central midfield player? Cause, well, uh, they'll, they'll be in the market selling. for Lingard, won't they? Yeah, and I think a lot of teams will be, to be fair. Yeah, I could, I could, see, uh, I could see that. Well, there's a few. I wonder where Phil Jones goes. Sorry, I know we're on United free agents, but I wonder where he goes. Yeah, Newcastle are the favourites at the moment for uh, Lingard. Oh, I think that's a good place for him, I reckon. I think he'd do well up there. Well, West Ham will probably go back in for him, I would have thought. Yeah, West Ham are just after this after Newcastle's second favourite, which makes sense, I think. I do not understand United refusing to sell him, not using him, and then losing him for nothing. But well, they could have had money. It's the, it's the United way at the moment. It really is. Uh, Matter on the move again. He'll probably turn up at Villarreal next year. I don't get also, we're going on a complete tangent here. I don't get why all these free agent players are starting for Man United every week. These players you know for a fact aren't going to be there next year. Like Fred sat on the bench. I don't know if he was injured or what, but Matic is confirmed he's going. Pogba's injured and he's going, so he wasn't playing. But Matters is only the second time he's started all season, I think. It's only like the third start he's had since. First in the Prem. Yeah. I thought he had a decent game, to be fair. I thought he did play quite well. He but... is a decent player. He's still a decent footballer, but apparently he was promised a lot more football than he's got, which is which makes sense. Yeah, Matic. There's a lot of United players that are going, obviously, it's well documented. And yeah, like you say, would you not just flood the youngsters now? That's what I mean. I suppose I the argument is that they're still in the fight for the top four, and if they, but I just I don't we're get. Not really, are we? We play no, two games uh... more, and we're five points behind you lot, and three points behind Spurs. And but both Spurs really and Arsenal are on a bit of a roll. I, I would be looking to be playing players who you know are going to be there next year and going to be part of something. Yeah, at least try and start building something, even though you're not under the same manager, whatever. But there's pros and cons to everything. But I also like the 
idea oh of God. playing the youngsters, but there you go. Villarella just scored, by the way. Have they? Yeah. Well, there you go. So you now know we are recording a bit later this week. Uh, Secrets out. To try and get it, to try and get it out for you. Unfortunately, that's cut us in half. But there you go. It is what it is. So you're stuck with me and Ross just waffling about whatever we fancy, which is great. <laughs> actually, having a lovely time. Uh, that makes things interesting. Did what was the score in the first leg of this? Only two nil. In a game which they absolutely dominated from start to finish. If the yellow submarine goes through, that'll be sensational. It's just going to stand, isn't it? I think it is. I really hope so. Um, It's a wonderful assist from Etienne Capu, I tell you. Well, imagine Mata next to Capu, by the way, next season. And La Celso. That three in midfield. The the ex-prem players, it would be beautiful. I mean, there's a lot of them there, isn't there? It's pretty much I, I like saw the old... a, something on Twitter that maybe Barca are going to be after one matter. Really? Yeah. Another big club that he can go and sit on the bench for. Yeah, I mean, you'd think he, he would want to go somewhere where he's going to be guaranteed some. Oh, and he, he is he going to be in with a real chance there. of getting. Villarreal is probably a good spot for him, to be fair. I mean, that's where I'd put him just because all the ex-prem players <laughs> seem to end up there somehow. But With Unai Emery, what a legend. Yeah. Do you want to touch on um, Jason Cundy's comments on TalkSport about Villarreal? Let's, I'll, I'll, yeah, let's go there. What did he say? Because you'll have to fill me in here. It's, uh, it sounds like something's uh, really stupid, so I'm... I'm it was. He went on a massive rant about... Um, hold on, I sent tweet to uh, you are calling Villarreal a disgrace just because a disgrace a... for what? You called them a disgrace I'm fairly certain this should be excellent content here we are, um, Villarreal disgrace terrorist take yeah. of the week, Dave isn't here but here we go yeah he said Villarreal disgrace to the UCL you could have played a fan next to Van Dyke. Villarreal was so bad, I've no idea how they've made it this far, they were pathetic I mean, has he watched them for the rest of the competition? He ranted for two minutes straight about about them, and I, I don't—I didn't even know who Jason Cundy was. To be fair, I still don't know who that is. If you could fill us in on that, it's uh, at in and around pod on Twitter. I think he's something to do with Chelsea because Will was trying to defend him. Oh, Will! Don't bring yourself to this guy's level. This is the same team that beat Juventus away 3-0. Yeah, they've come, through, come past Bayern. And they've got like a, now they're a lower net spend than Burnley, I think. There's some stat like that. Right. I would, I can believe that. And you're out here saying they're a disgrace for getting to the semi-final of the Champions League. They also, yeah, they also got out of a group Me- with Man U and uh, who was the other one? Atalanta. They beat United, didn't they, last year's final of the Europa? Yeah, just won the Europa League. I don't... I mean, I don't know what people expected Villarreal to do in that game. But that was essentially what I thought they'd do. They'd try and limit the damage at Anfield and then see what they can do back at their place. I've got fans who've never seen games like this. Because Villarreal have never been in a spot like this before. Well, yeah. I'll bet the whole place... It's a tiny town, isn't it? Yeah. A tiny population, yeah. Tiny. I, I mean, I don't understand that at all. I don't, I'm not really sure what Europe, 
he was expecting Villarreal to do. I mean, if, if anything, it, I'm more. So I'm happier to see them through. Do a very similar thing, probably. I, I didn't actually watch the game last week, but they probably oh. did a very, would have done a very similar thing. Because it's Atletico Madrid and it's Simeone, it's all fine. What, like, what are we? Yeah, I mean, this is Athletic a town. Madrid, oh, yeah, sorry, go on. With a population of fifty thousand five hundred seventy-seven, which means if they filled their stadium, half of the town would be at the game. <laughs> Like, what I mean, that, are we that's doing incredible. Here? Playing against Liverpool, who are essentially the second best team in the world. I don't understand what you want them to do. They've the come way. through Bayern, who are, I mean, would have been one of the favourites coming into the season for the whole they thing. Were. I don't know if one of us picked them to win it, but I think one of us may have back at the start of the year. They're anything but a disgrace. I'm ha- I mean, happy to see different teams. Yeah, so 100%. I mean, then they're in a real tie now. Yeah, I mean, now they've scored exactly what they wanted, an early goal at home. This is exactly how it was supposed to play out near enough. Apart from exactly. maybe it would have been a 1-0 at Anfield. But People seem to want teams to go at Liverpool and attack them. It'd get hammered like 6 or 7 now. Yeah, why would know. you do that? The game would be totally over. Yeah. That would be crazy. That's anyway. what Leeds do, and look where Leeds well did, and look what happened to Leeds. Exactly. City There's a reason they've got a negative 34 goal difference. Yeah, Unai Emery is not that stupid. <laughs> this guy's actually a decent manager, contrary to what we may have. Oh, said I probably have said some things. I think we all have, but I'm a fan of this. He's proven in Spain and in Europe, particularly with the Spanish teams, how good a manager he really is. Well, I think no one's won the Europa League more times, I don't think, did him. There you go. What, what's he won? Four or five of them? He Did he win three in a row? Like, uh, yeah. yeah, with Seville. Seville, Seville yeah. So, that, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, I, we I went to a final with him, too, to be fair. We just lost to... That's uh, true, actually. People, yeah, that's forgotten. I forgot that. Wasn't a good display from the boys. No, that was not a good it display. It was the star performer, Mike, just to tell you what happened that's on that. Tough. That is tough. You're not going to win many games if Iwobi's your star performer, are you? No. Nope. As Everton have found out this season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there's the Champions League update. Um, City against Real Madrid. It was an absolute classic. What a game. As well. What a game. Absolute classic. And um, great for me because Bet365 continues to give me £5 free bets for these games. Oh, yeah. I went, I went decently last week. Uh, both teams to score. Man City to win was my... Bet, which of course came in with their 4-3, sorry, not 4-0. I had like De Bruyne and Benzema, two plus shots on target or something like that, which happened happened in the first half. Uh, Any predictions for that game tomorrow or today? I assume you'll be listening to this. Dangerous to make it it this far, of course. Dangerous to make a prediction on that side, isn't it? Uh, I just think City have got the quality. So I think City are going to come through that. Yeah, I've, I've also gone both teams to score in Man City again this week with my £5 free bet that 365 have kindly given me. I think with Madrid, though, with Benzema, they get a sniff and it's a goal, which it is, City yeah. don't have that. Like Jesus, is, I know he's on a good run right now, but he's not going to give you that. After so. discussing Jesus to Arsenal last season, uh, next in the summer, he has added about £10 million to his... I know. In the last week, which is quite hilarious. 
Like he's been stinking up the gaffer weeks, and then he suddenly turns up. <laughs> we won't get bogged down in Gabriel Jesus. No, that's not. Very simple. Uh, where do you want to go next, Ross? We've, we're flying through all sorts here, which is great. Where do I want to go next? I mean, uh... Uh, if we wanted to do Brentford, we could do a bit of Brentford. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I can sign them to the drop uh, probably around about four or five games ago. They will not be getting relegated this season. <laughs> Safely in 14th. Uh, above Southampton, which is interesting. I mean, Southampton are just weird, aren't they? Uh, they are weird. I mean, I, I do love James Ward-Prowse. Fraser Forster has made quite a return this season as well. I know we were going to talk about Brentford, but here we are. <laughs> Let's just have Southampton for a bit. Uh, Fraser Forster keeps making a lot of saves. He was brilliant in the game where they beat Arsenal. He was amazing in that game. He was also really good when they got hammered by Man City. I think, oh no, by Chelsea. He conceded six and it probably could have been double that if he'd have not been in the goal. Because he was out of favour, wasn't he, for a while? Well, I kind of thought he was finished. And so oh, who was he? Was it McCarthy? Really Alex McCarthy, was it? Yeah, McCarthy. But McCarthy, he had two or three of the nine nils, didn't he, on his watch? Yeah, I don't think Forster was in for those, was he? I don't know who else they've had in goal. I can't. I think it must have been McCarthy. Is the Forster yeah, go on loan somewhere as well? I'm sure he's been away. Did he go back to Celtic for a while? I think he did go back on loan to Celtic. I don't... I'll tell you what, I flicked on the old firm uh, over the weekend and Joe Hart just turned up letting in a goal. I... I when I've I just flicked on the Yeah. So that was fun. Um, Southampton, potentially the most Jekyll and Hyde team I've ever seen. Ever, yeah, ever. You you say you don't know what which Southampton's going to turn up. At the moment, you the really moment. have no idea. No. They could they could beat anyone like they did to Arsenal, but the week before they lost six 0 to Chelsea. You just like what are they? I don't understand what's going on there. Do you think far? Uh, what's his name? Hassan was a good manager. I do think Hassan was a good manager, but there's clearly well, what is going on there. <laughs> I mean, to lose nine nil twice is something amiss. I, I really, I they're so they're impossible to quantify, aren't they? Really, like if there are any Southampton fans again listening, I would love to know your experiences of your team because I, I obviously don't watch them a ton. Willie Caballero's at Southampton too. Is he? Yeah. Well, this is a diamond in the... That is unearthed quite... Big Willie's still in the Prem. Who else have they got? That... I no, mean, oh, well, they've got, they've got the most famous... Like, he still plays contender in the Premier League. Okay, here we go. Shane Long. Like, he's still there at Southampton. He's still their number seven, isn't he? Yes. And he, he's still playing reasonable minutes. Like, Should we do some over-unders on Shane Long's Premier League goal <laughs> history? I, I feel like... He, I don't, has he ever had a good season? No. His goal-scoring record's got to be atrocious. OK, so let's start with... I 343 appearances. 
in the Prem. How many goals do you think he scored? Just throw a dart. That's all we're doing here. Like, like 45. Okay, that wasn't actually too bad. 56 he's got. He's got 56. It feels like he shouldn't have scored that many. Can we do Does he hit season? double figures? That's what we need to know. Has he ever beaten Callum Wilson? He has uh, over under 0.5, 10 goal a season. Has he got one, basically? I feel like he does have one. I'm going to say he's had one. Okay, he has got one. How's about over one and a half, seven goal seasons? I'm going under. Saying he's, under, he's taking the unders, which means uh, he's got three because he's got two eight dollar seasons back in in eleven twelve and twelve thirteen when he was a West, West Brom. Brom. Yeah, yeah, very good. Well done. Well, he was at Hull he too, wasn't he? Briefly. So uh, Reading was early, he back there? This is sensational, boss. So yeah, early doors six seven and seven eight at, six, at Reading. Seven. He has been around a while. Then, yeah, West Brom, three seasons, a season at Hull, uh, and then the last two, four, six, eight at Southampton. Total Southampton goals in the Prem in eight seasons, over under 25. It's. I'm going to say, it's, I'm going to say under. It is actually over. I've been generous to him. 28 he's got. In eight seasons for Southampton. Like, and he was playing a lot of games. I mean, he does come off the bench a lot, I suppose. That's true. There are a lot of starts here. Well, okay, there aren't that many starts. Rightly so as well with those sort of statistics. That's important. (laughs) That really is. He's still playing and starting sometimes. Who else have they had? Because they've had like... They had him and they had... Uh, They've got Adam Armstrong. He's been horrendous. Oh, they had Ings, didn't they? But then it was Shane Long, Ings and... Che Adams they've got. Che Adams. He's got seven. I mean, he's you would think... He's a player, isn't he? He's okay. Yeah, he's okay, yeah. I mean, Broder's only got six in 30. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about him. So what... Because uh, he was all the rage, wasn't he, at Christmas? And now, now we're... A few months later, I don't think he scored another goal, has he? I can't remember the last time he scored, to be honest. Yeah, he scored six. I can't find. I mean, he just had a bit of a hot streak, didn't he? I can't. It certainly looks like that now. Because he was getting linked to uh, Arsenal. Well, Chelsea were talking about silly numbers, like 25, 30 million for this guy, wasn't it? Or, Or more? I, and I did like what I've seen from him when he was playing, when he was scoring. But you know, I'd agree with that. And now he's offered nothing since then. I, again, not that I've watched much Southampton, but he's played thirty, scored six. I mean, that's Adam tough. Armstrong played twenty-one, scored two. Shane Long mm. played twelve, scored one. I thought that Adam Armstrong was going to hit the ground running a bit more than he has in the Premier League. It's fair to say. I sort of had him down as one of those always bangs him in in the 
championship, but can't quite do it in the Prem strikers. He's a Suki and Mitra. We've we've kind of had this discussion, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, we've got nine games. No what's goals. the uh, Brereton Diaz at Blackburn? Who's going to buy him and then get four goals out of them next season? The the famous Chilean Ben Ben Brereton. Yeah, that is quite quite sensational. Can they still get promoted? I know they were doing decent. They're just outside the. Uh, I think they're just outside the runnings for the playoffs. Uh, yes, they are mathematically not going to get in, unfortunately. I mean, so that's Brent, Ben Brereton Diaz to Southampton. That seems like a transfer that's going to happen. Well, maybe he goes to Newcastle. To no, Callum Newcastle will be looking for a big name. I think well, he's an exotic import. <laughs> Was it you? I don't know where he was born. It might have been Blackburn. Are Newcastle going to buy like Osimhen or something? I mean, the reported, right? What they're asking for him is going to be pretty massive. I think. I don't think Newcastle really care about that. No, I, maybe I mean, they won't go to that. Because I think maybe. Will mentioned him as a potential Arsenal signing, but I don't think we'd spend that on him. If I'm being honest. No, that you're not going to spend. What, I don't know the reported figure, but Arsenal aren't going to go for silly money, are they? And a, a Napoli Champions League? Although, if yeah, that is a good point. If Arsenal are in the Champions League, maybe they can add a, a £20 million onto their their top signing. I don't know. Let's not get into this again. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Brentford. Sorry, yeah, Christ, yeah, what a tangent that was. And and guess who Brentford are playing next? It is Southampton, so who knows what the score's going to be in that game. I just back Brentford. I like the way they they pass the ball through midfield. Ericsson just looks great every time I watch him. He is. Because he, he was is. great against Man U in a game which they lost 3-0. Like you're watching the yeah. way Brentford play through and create chances, and Man U just, just can't do it. I know they won 3-0, and they did play some reasonable football. No, we, we still stink, but Brentford are fun. It, it'll be interesting to see if there's any second season syndrome around them. Uh, if t- it did feel a bit like teams have started to work them out um, around sort of Christmas, January, Feb time, but then they've... They fit a good run again now, so... Yeah, they have definitely turned it around. Uh, beating Chelsea, West Ham, and then Watford's drawing with Spurs in the last, well, that's four of the last five games. So they're, they're pretty eye-catching results, really. Although uh, Ericsson, it was just a one-year contract, wasn't it? I think so he's available. Until, until next January, or does that I believe he's available, but I don't know for sure. Oh, it was a six-month uh, with the option to extend for a further year. Depends if that's a... Now, is that a club option or a player option? Sure. I mean, if it's, it's a, a club, club option, they'd have already taken that, you'd have thought. They, they've got to pick that up. Uh, because, I mean, if their pick-up in form coincided with him going into the starting lineup, so if he then leaves, maybe they will struggle a bit next year. They didn't win in nine games. They had a, eight, eight out of those they lost as well. That's pretty tough. But good to see them turn it around. I like the manager, Thomas Frank. I think he's 
he's good. I like him a lot. Uh, and I do actually quite like their squad. I, I was more bullish on them. This the one prediction I actually made that was decent. Was that Brentford were going to be better than everyone thought uh, pre-season. It's, what, it's my only prediction that came true, unless, of course, Joel Linton manages to bag one in the next couple of games, which would be fantastic. Because uh, Ericsson is really playing, I don't want to say below his, his station, but he kind of is. He is. He is. Brentford fans know that as well. If he, it's going to sound terrible what I'm about to say, but if he hadn't had that horrible incident that happened to him, he wouldn't be playing for Brentford, would he? No, I mean, he was at Inter Milan, to be fair, who won but, the league last year. I mean, that's it. That's it. Tells you all you need to know. Not that he was tearing it up there necessarily, but he's a better I mean, player. He's than... clearly still a quality player. He's proven it. Yeah. And teams will be queuing up. I mean, I, I mentioned Man United last week. I mean, we should be queuing up for him. Teams, Premier League teams will be after him for sure. I mean, maybe he'll want to stay at Brentford, given they gave him a chance when. Other teams weren't willing to. I don't know. I think I think they'll pick up that option and then because Frank is dead, isn't he? Older. Yes. Yeah. I think that had a bit to do with it, and they've got uh, Norgard as well. They've got a load of Danish players, haven't they? I think. And whoever Zanka is, he's also Danish, and obviously Matthias Jensen, who I think is Mad Sorensen, Roslav, oh, yeah, also the goalie. Yes, there's plenty around, actually. You're right, you're right. Yeah. It seems like a good place for him to be. And he, he sort of fits with the way they play, I think, as well. That's Tony with 12 league goals. It's not a bad yeah. return in his first season. No, 100%. He's been a bit hot and cold, hasn't he? And he's he had has, a yeah. couple of run-ins with the fans, hasn't he, off the... Yeah, yeah. Some of that social media stuff wasn't very, wasn't very smart. But uh, Thomas Frank calling him the best penalty taker in the world, which was a, a statement. He's certainly a good penalty taker. There's a few I think I'd have above him, but um... yeah. I mean, he's only 26. Harry Kane, give me Harry Kane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're back, Kane, wouldn't you? Yeah. Wonder how many. Um, Tony will be obviously hugely important. A lot of Brentford's form hinged on whether he was in the team or not as well. He came back a similar sort of time to Ericsson, I think. Um, so if he can stay fit for a full year next year, it'll be interesting to see where they end up. I don't know what their recruitment plan will be. I mean, they're not going to spend big, are they? You wouldn't have thought. No, I wouldn't have thought so. But they, they never really have. It's been more sort of smart recruitment, hasn't it, with them? So I think, oh, yeah, when just see what Norwegian league player they pull out the bag from nowhere. Yeah, well, I mean, clearly their recruitment's been good, given money spent and the production they've got. I mean, I mean, their squad doesn't look. I mean, I just cause I don't know half of these players as birth. It's the old, it's the old money ball, isn't it? You don't know who they are, but they're all pretty good. Yeah, because they are linked to Moneyball, aren't they? Isn't that the uh, owner or... Something like, like a, that, yeah. He's like a part owner or something. I don't know the details. Yeah, so that was the whole idea that he wanted to bring that across into football. Which, in fairness, they've done a pretty fucking good job of it. 
Because they don't have a youth team, do they? No, they just have like a B team or whatever it's called, a second team. I don't know exactly what they call it, but it's something like that. But you look, you look down their squad list as well. There's not that many ageing players either. They're all sort of 22 to 26, 28-ish. Yeah. Apart from Pontus Janssen, but you kind of need... So you're going to need someone in there who's who's a bit older. Um, Ericsson, 30. But they could be decent for a while. Don't know if anyone will go from Buemo, any of the bigger clubs, or even... He's one of the league's major XG underperformers, by the way, and Burma. Oh, he has to be. He's... Uh, I mean, he scored... I did see this start. I haven't got it. He scored four goals this year. He's had yeah. something like 10 expected goals or something. Okay, let's have a little look at this. I'm interested now. There we are. It's fourth top in the uh, in the Google search thing. So that's that tells you people. other people have been Googling it. And that is correct. If uh, he should have scored 9.1 goals, so he's, he's five below what he should have scored. Yeah, I did see a list of like the biggest XG underperformers. That's pretty tough. He must be, he must be an interesting player to play against because he clearly has a lot of talent. He's, He's one of those like net. majorly one-footed players. He's only twenty-two, to be fair. He is rapid. He is. Is there like a sprint speed leaderboard we can find anywhere? Because he must be high on that. Now, Theo Walcott's the speeds, do you need? But... Oh, my God. Um, where should we go next, or should we call it there? That's a pretty solid 50 minutes. Do you want to do anywhere, anyone else? I think we've Palace got... Get... Uh... Well, yeah, Palace. I mean, we could talk about Palace. Let's do a quick bit on Palace, because that's another one of my brilliant predictions. Pre-season. Did you have them going down bottom. as well? Yeah, bottom. Bottom. I mean, to be fair, there was so much, so many of their players were out of contract. You really had no idea what they were going to look like, and the amount of managers they went after. Yeah, it's one of the seven or eight choice. Very much appreciate your support, Ross. That's all right. Man. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I have to say, I, I didn't think the air was going to be as good as it is turned out to be. Another one, a little bit, you never quite know which. Uh, Palace is going to turn up. They just to blow a bit hot and cold, don't they? I mean, they're in 12th. Not quite as crazy hot and cold as um, Southampton, but they are a little bit like that. They've obviously got some eye-catching players. Eze, I think, was back at the weekend, was he? Or the weekend I do, before? I do like him a lot. I know Dave's in love with him as well. Dave is very high uh, on Eze, as am I, uh, after his exertions in the Championship. Um, here's one for you. Here's one for you, Ross, for uh, players that you didn't know were still in the league. Obviously, it's another goalkeeper, Jack Butland. Was he on Palace? Uh, yeah. I thought he would... I mean, if you'd asked me where he was playing, I would have said Stoke, to be honest. I thought he was still at Stoke, so I'm not really sure what happened there, but Crystal Palace. Um, over under yes. 30 years old, Jack Butland. <sighs> I want to say under. It is under. He's still only 29, which is kind of wild. Because he was like the next England goalie, I suppose. Will Hughes is at Palace. I think I did know that. He doesn't really play much, does he? 
he just seemed like he was still at Watford. I really had him still at Watford. In fact, if you had asked me, I think I would have said he was at Watford. That's crazy. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the, the shining lights, what's going to happen with Conor Gallagher? I assume he's going back to Chelsea. He'll be back and playing for Chelsea, I would think. Yeah. Given if they can't make any signings, you think he'd fit quite nicely. Jorginho struggled a lot. Yeah. This season. Yeah, I think I think uh I think he'll be straight back in there. I think it'd be crazy not to use him. I really do. Uh Wilf Sahar quietly had kind of a good season again, twelve goals. Which I kind of find a bit wild. I don't know when that happened. Oh, I've said a lot of things about Wilf Sahar. Um, I mean he said double Mark. figures three times. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Three of the last four seasons, to be fair. That's impressive. He he does seem to be a bit more consistent the last few years, I would have said. He's just, he's like Bruno Fernandes, you know, it just, he whinges so much. You just, I find it so difficult to like him. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a huge liker of him, but I do think he's a good player. That's where I've. That's kind of where I fall on. I, I do think he's good, but I think a lot of his production was just a bit empty with Palace just stuck in the mid-table with no one else able to score the goals. He was just... I don't know. Maybe that's harsh. Yeah, you'd like to think that'll get a bit better with Edward over time, but they still just keep buying these same sort of strikers with Mateta, Benteke, Ayun, They've got a collection of forwards. Edward. I don't know why they're all still there, but they should get a bit more exciting. Elise, uh, when he settles, I like him too. Eze, of course, has been injured, but he'll yeah. he should get a bit more of a run next year. Gway, he's been very good, and that looks like a terrible decision from Chelsea to actually sell him. Well, Will, me and Will were talking the other day because it looks like Rudiger's gone. He's, I think, he signed with uh, Madrid, or he signed some pre-contract. And it's, I think it looks like Christensen's going to be at Bayern, I think. So then you're relying yeah, on losing both of them. Thiago Silva, who can't play every week just because of his age. And they've sold Tamori and Gehi in the last year. It's crazy. I know they couldn't have predicted like the Ukraine situation and the position they're now in. But to let two... I mean, top, top quality defenders go is... Ten clean sheets... When Gehi's played this season at 33. It's not bad for a team like Palace, I'd have said. And he's been captaining them too. Yes, um, which is very impressive because he's, what, 21? 21. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really impressive. He's a really good player. He seems like a pretty good character as well. Yeah. Um, and Tamori's playing for an AC Milan team who are well up there battling for the league title, so... Absolutely, I think he's a bit of an underrated selection for the England squad um, for the for the World Cup. Twenty one mil was all that. Yeah, it was all awful. I mean, you're looking at like they let Livermento go, didn't they? He was at Southampton? Southampton. Yeah, he was quite cheap, I think. Yeah, it must have been. He can't have gone for much, surely. He's been de- he's been pretty good to be fair. He, he's a he's a Southampton player, isn't he? Yeah, wow, I suppose. five mil. Well, that's. Uh, but I mean, given that James has been injured for so long, and Aspilicueta's beginning to show signs that 
right wing back's not where he should be playing. I'm sure yeah, we'll that, that's definitely better true. This, but... uh, and Tamori left for 25 mil. I mean, that's... Given how good he's been the season Chelsea, before. It kind of hurts when you look at those two in particular. The homegrown as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean they've got Chalibur. I do like. I like. I think I like him, but he's hardly played recently either as well. True. And he's one of those, like, he'll probably put right back and then he'll be in midfield, yeah. maybe. Bit of a full drop. He's a John O'Shea sort of character. Uh, John O'Shea, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we definitely will do a deep dive on Chelsea, I think, when Will's on, because there's a lot of, as I said earlier, there, there's a ton of interesting things to talk about there, I think. Yeah, I don't think we touched on Arsenal hammering them before, too. I think we'll have to do that. Yeah, we can do that when Will's on. I think we need to yeah. make sure we put Will through that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've been putting you through it when United are having a bad time. So. Yeah, that's just good content. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean that that's that was a good win for for Arsenal against a pretty rubbish Chelsea side. But there you go, massive win against West Ham the weekend. That this was Arsenal's that was, burst that was impressive. Huge. Actually. Yes, uh, although I think the Spurs have Liverpool at the weekend. I think they they lose that. Oh, that's huge! I don't think Arsenal's running is too bad. I think Spurs uh, it's not is the Spurs one, as far as I know. Spurs is the only game we could have a. I mean, I don't want to jinx anything actually, but yeah, this is really silly from you. But you've got. I'm not saying uh, Leeds, Spurs, Newcastle, and Everton. I mean, Newcastle is going to be a tough game, to be fair. Uh, yeah, that changed no, about Christmas time. <laughs> and we did lose to Everton, to be fair, and with uh, everything on and... the line. Spurs have uh, Liverpool, who are obviously going for the title. You lot, which is a huge game, clearly. Then Burnley, who are going to be fighting to stay up for an ultimate game this season. Then Norwich away on the final day. So That's a win. So they win the last one. The other three, though. But I mean, if they lose to Spurs... Sorry, if they lose to Liverpool. Yeah. And then if we win. beat them or a draw, yeah, that yeah, leaves it quite nicely there. in our is hands. That, if I was an Arsenal fan, it's that Liverpool this weekend would be huge. If Liverpool can beat them or even just draw with them. Yeah, because I mean, any drop and points do, with an Arsenal, Arsenal win business, yeah, yeah. would be huge. Um, all right. I think we've managed to whistle stop tour pretty much the whole league. Add some European football too. Like and that. yeah, even some European content. You don't get that very often on the in round pod. Is it still 1 0, Ross? It is still 1 0. As we so we're, we're almost at the end of the first half. That's it's going to be a great little second half there. So yeah, get down and watch that. Uh, we will leave you with that, Ross. If people want to follow you, uh, how can they do that? Uh, at Ross underscore Bird fourteen on Twitter. I think uh, that's it. Changed every week, but he's he's somewhere on Twitter. Hasn't uh, tweeted since 2012, but there you go. As I said, we'll mint that as an NFT. If anyone wants to buy that, <laughs> more than welcome to. Uh, you can find me at Mikey Breson on Twitter. Um, but as Will says, it's a great little phrase. Please don't. Please instead follow us yeah, at In and Around Pod on all the socials, including LinkedIn, of course. Um, and until next time, hopefully the four, four of us will be back for awards. Uh, it's sayonara. See ya.